0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the ZenK podcast. I'm your host, Solo Beast Zen. In this episode, I'll be talking about the five best anime senseis and the three worst, in my opinion. The list isn't in any, in, uh, any particular order. I'm going to be giving you some uh, great feats and accomplishments by the best senseis and some low moments of the worst. First up on the list is none other than the powerful Satoru Gojo. The guy with the big blue beautiful eyes. He is so powerful that he must keep his eyes covered or he would tire out too fast. His eyes are called Six Eye and it's inherited from his family's bloodline. It's almost like my other favorite uh, eye users. The Sharingan, that too is passed down by the, the powerful Chiha clan. Gojo first appeared in the anime Jujutsu Kaisen in the Cursed Child episode. He has, he has a, uh, a carefree attitude and even takes time in serious fights to teach his students how to use their powers. Against a strong cursed user named Jogo, Gojo has a power called Infinity. Which allows him to not get hit or take any damage. Just the pressure he puts out is staggering. During the fight with Gojo, he teleports to his student's house and brings him to the fight. He used this opportunity to explain that, you know, during the fight, what domain expansion was. What is domain expansion? In Japanese, is called Ryoki Tenkai and is an advanced barrier technique that manifests the user's abilities and traps and, oh, hmm, and traps the target <laughs> inside the barrier to create a separate space. When they get trapped inside, the user's techniques are greater and can't be avoided unless the person is inside is stronger than the person who cast the barrier. There are three types of domain expansions. Lethal, non-lethal, and incomplete expansions. The name literally speaks for itself. Most users need to recharge after one use, but Gojo can use his multiple times a day. So the nonchalant attitude and calm demeanor makes him one of the best teachers in anime. Oh, and you know what? You can't forget about those big, beautiful eyes. (laughs) Next up on the list... Is the pillar of justice, the symbol of peace, he is here. All might. He is the eighth holder of one for all. That's the quirk that he uses. But what is a quirk? Or in Japanese, a kosei. It's a special superhuman ability that one possessed as a child, and the quirks usually are different and classified in so many different categories. In the beginning, All Might was quirkless. He didn't have any powers, just like his student Deku didn't. One for All is passed down from generation to generation. All Might fought for justice and was known as the greatest superhero alive. He, was a, he has a great relationship with all the young legends, but has a special, special bond with Izuku Midoriya, or as we know him, Deku. After training Deku to become his successor of One for All, All Might had the most intense fight with All for One. He, he unleashed his most devastating move known to all the heroes and the legends alike. The move is called United States of Smash. That move put the villain down for good. But at what cost? During the battle. All Might took some serious damage to his stomach. And had to retire. He still supports Deco. Even without his powers. He he will always and forever be known. As the number one hero. Next up is Kakashi Hataki. He's the leader of this Team 7. As a child, he thought he had to be perfect and didn't really like playing, with too, playing too many games. He was all business. He was trained by the great Minato, a.k.a. the Yellow Flash and is also the father of the main hero, Naruto. Before he got his shine gun from Obito, who he thought died in a, a rock collapsed, he excelled in many different techniques. He had the Chidori, which was a lightning spear that protrudes from his hand and boosts his speed and penetrates through really tough things. It's damn near unstoppable. He could also use the rashing gun, but he he never used it. He, didn't, he felt like it was no need to use it. Once he got the eye transported from Obito, he could use the Sharingan, but would tire very quickly. Through many hours of training, he had honed his skills and was able to use the eye to copy over a thousand jutsus, which gave him the nickname the Copycat Ninja, or the Copy Ninja no Kakashi. He could use genjutsu, which is like a dream or a spell that keeps the person under this sort of control. He could see through deception and predict his opponent's next moves. He was a legend. And he was one of the uh, Hokages of the Hidden Leaf. Because he he had a mission success rate that was really high. From all the great feats he's done, he became the Six Hokage, which translates to Fire Shadow. The title of Hokage is bestowed upon the best ninja to lead the village. So, with that being said, Kakashi is a legend of the Hidden Leaf, and he's a legend in my heart. Rolling in at number four is the beautiful but deadly Izumi Curtis from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Now, she tries to come off as the typical regular housewife, and she runs a butcher shop. Anytime somebody asks who, who she is, she just say, oh, I'm, I'm nobody but, but a housewife. And that is very far from the truth. She is one of the most powerful alchemists in the show. An alchemist is someone who practices alchemy. A person who can change or transform something through a magical process. And she excels in that. And not only is she strong in magic, but her hand-to-hand combat is unmatched by any other. Once in the bar, these three big guys tried to cause trouble for her. And she had no problem dispatching them with ease, just from using her typical martial arts. And the way she stands, the martial arts she uses is Tai Chi. She can take the body weight of any big guy and use it against them. She kinda deflects their strength and use it against them to get their momentum and throw them across the room. She did that with the Hermeticus sloth. But even though she has a rough demeanor, she's always willing to help people in need, especially children. Even though she is a top-tier alchemist, she still believes that it should only be used in situations where human beings can't physically do it. Because, you know, alchemists are still humans, by the way. And she, she has a strong spot for the Eldrick brothers. But they know not to piss her off because if they do, they'll get thrashed really quickly. Like I said, even though she seems rush, seem harsh, she really loves Ed and Al. She has, you know, made them who they are today and have molded them to become pretty good alchemist she knew the sacrifice that Ed and Al have done when they used the uh, transmutation spell because her too tried to use it and lost her, her son who ends up being Wraith but as a hero her kindness and her skills are unmatched by anybody in the show Now crashing to the list is a person who is wise and strong. And he, he's the epitome of pirate. Sailing is it's the ruthless pirate, Silver's Dark King Ray- Rayleigh. He is one of the strongest pirates in the world. And he doesn't even have a devil fruit. Devil fruits are mysterious fruits scattered around the world. And they, when someone eats the fruit, they, they get like a superhuman power up but permanently for, for the exchange of not being able to swim in the ocean. Some of the fruits have simple powers, you know, like invisibility or letting your body get cut and, and can get placed back together. And some have destructive powers that could ultimately end the universe. Now, a little backstory on Rayleigh. When he was younger, he was the right hand of Goldie Rogers and and could take out anyone with his speed and overwhelming strength. After the death of Rogers, Rayleigh kind of retired, if you can call it that. But his bounty kept going up no matter how he tried to live a normal life because of all the things he'd done. Rayleigh was a master swordsman and a master hockey user. He decided to help our favorite likable character, Luffy, learn about hockey. Not only did he help him understand it, he taught him how powerful it is and how to use it with full force. Even though Rayleigh is like a major side character, he is one of the most important figures in Luffy's journey to become King of the Pirates. And he helped him to kind of get One Piece. Rayleigh could go toe-to-toe with any admiral, any character. He even had a son, Mihawk, who's a very, very skilled swordsman who took Zoro under his wings and and taught him how to use his sword blade techniques. I think if Rayleigh was younger and joined the Straw Hat Pirates, they would be unstoppable and would never, ever lose. Ever. Now that you heard the list of the five best anime teachers in my opinion. Now let's go with the three worst. The first terrible teacher in all around rogue of the village is none other than Mizuki. He was a jealous self-centered ninja who became a rogue because, why does everybody become like that? Greed and jealousy. Before all the jealousy, he was best friends with Aruka Yumino. When Aruka's parents died, he was getting so much attention and love from the villagers that Mizuki became really jealous. He, pre- he pretended to still be best friends with Miz- uh, Iruka just to get back at him in due time. As they grew older, Mizuki wanted to become a teacher, and at third Hokage wondered why after he and his partner went on a mission, Mizuki only had a minor leg injury and the partner was dead. So we get, he got denied the position, and the position went to Aruka, and that just put Mizuki over the top with anger. He vowed to take revenge on the hidden leaf and steal a powerful scroll of forbidden jutsu just to destroy the village. Now, after Naruto was the only one who, not to graduate, Mizuki took full advantage of that and convinced him that he could become a ninja. If he did one simple task for him, not knowing it was a trap, he convinced Naruto to go to this secret location, steal the scroll, and give it to him. But before they could exchange scrolls, Aruka sensei stepped in and tried to stop Mizuki. Mizuki transformed into his real uh, tiger farm. And ended up killing Iruka. After Naruto saw what happened to Iruka, he became very enraged and a little bit of his demon chakra started to come through. Not knowing that Naruto already read the the scrolls, Mizuki began fighting him. And Naruto unleashed a hundred shadow clones. And Mizuki have never seen that many Shadow clones in his life. He and Naruto therefore destroyed him. And the reason I think he's a bad teacher, is because he really wasn't a teacher at all. Through all the things that he's done in his life, if he became a teacher, he would have corrupted so many students into becoming evil. And that wouldn't have been a good idea and we all know naruto has become one of the strongest ninjas ever to live in a hitting leaf or in that case throughout the naruto verse coming in hot is the passionate fiery hero endeavor with an ice cold stare and flames emanating from his body and a badass flame mustache He was the number two hero for the longest time. I always wanted to prove that he could become the number one hero over all might through pure strength and determination. The desire was so intense that he began to abuse his wife and his son, Shoto. He pushed him to the brink of death many, many times. The abuse was so severe that his wife, Ray, went to the mental institution after she accidentally hurt her son. And Ray also was a She had a quirk Of ice So Shoto was born with Two quirks, fire and ice And that's, that's An odd trait for For a person To get because usually they get one or the other So Shoto was very very special And his father Wanted to push him to be the best that he could be But his father pushed him Too too far I mean, he did grieve over putting his son through all the all the crazy training, but he wouldn't change a thing. As he got older, his son Shoto re- resented his father so much that he decided not to use the fire side of himself. He would only use the ice. He even even though it limited his uh abilities, he didn't care. He wanted, he did not want to give his father the satisfaction of knowing that if he used that flame side, his father had succeeded into making him the so-called monster that he was trying to make. It took a special special person in Deku to show to show Soto that just because you use the flame side doesn't mean that your father won, you can create, you can carve your own destiny out of using both. And after he thought about it, he began using both sides and he decided to carve his own greatness and path to becoming the number one hero, even greater than his father has ever been. Even Endeavor had another son. He thought he was dead, but they never really knew for sure. The son's name was Dabby. Or Dobby. He had blue flames and they were really, really hot and intense. His father didn't pay him any mind. And that drove Dobby to the dark side. And he even joined the League of Villains. Now, not saying that Endeavor didn't want to be good. He just thought he was doing good for for his kids and his family. But through his blind, sheer will of becoming number one hero, he took it a bit too far. After a long, ridiculed life, and people saying that he was unfit to be a hero, he took all that in and just wanted to atone for his actions. So once he did, he was okay with everybody, thinking that he was still unfit. So he went and set out to prove that he could be the number one hero, just like all might. But I think the damage was already done. Okay, everyone. Our list is almost finished. So we're we're about to talk about the very last teacher. And this guy was really a teacher. Like, he was really, really a teacher. Because he was a teacher for a high school. And the things he's done, very, very crazy. Very crazy. So we're just gonna talk about an honorable mention before we talk about the last person. So for a good teacher, we're gonna talk about Arahada from Bleach. He's the guy responsible for teaching Ichigo how to, you know, use his bankai the right way, harness the powers of the Shinigami, and just Basically be a badass that he is today. If you look at Arahara. He looks like a regular guy who doesn't really care. He's lazy. But he's very very powerful. He's so powerful that he could even stand up to Aizen. And we know Aizen is. Basically a demon in disguise. So we know Arahara. He's just. He's just all around a badass. Now, to honor I mention for a bad teacher, we're going to talk about Azami Nakari. Now, we all know that the Nakari, the generations and name goes a long way. We have Erna Nakari and her cousin. They're both very skilled in foods. And Erna is the president of the Food Wars and her grandfather is the top of the board. So that tells you there how strong the family is uh, as competing and running food wars. The father wanted, wanted his daughter to be the best of the best. It was a lot of abuse, a lot of verbal abuse, physical abuse. He would beat her if she didn't get the uh, recipes right, she missed a word. She just, it was like being in a prison. He didn't feel bad about it. He just wants perfection. And if you don't have perfection with him, he disowns you. He'll get somebody else to replace you. He doesn't tell him that he loves him. And it takes a toll on her, but it made her into a, an incredible person. But this guy, needs to, he should be stepped down or something. But he's terrible. He's really, really bad. And it, it took a toll on her, but as... As their episodes went along, she started, you know, breaking her shell a little bit and starting to like some of the uh, other kids. But now, back to the number one worst teacher. And this goes to none other than... What's his name? Uh... Kochi Sido of High School of the Dead. And he's the worst of the worst because this guy has no friends, no allies, no compassion for human life but his own. He is the definition of a true sociopath and only cares about his own survival and uses any kind of mean to survive. And before the, the high school got overrun by them, which them are referred to zombies, he failed one of the main students on purpose because the student name is, is Ray. When Ray's father found out that Kochi Sito's father was running a political like uh, falsehood, and he was dangerous for, the, for everything. He exposed it. So Shido never gave... Uh, he never truly forgave that. So he failed the kid on purpose just to keep him back. And that was one way of getting back to him. This guy's willing to commit murder, assisted bullying, abuse, and abuse of power as well. He was trying to sort of become a god. He used any means to survive. Him and one kid was running in the hall. The kid sprang his ankle. He kicked him in the face and pushed him back towards the zombies to survive. I mean, this list goes on and on. And he uses his powers. It's on minors, too. That's the bad thing about it. They're all high schoolers. It's crazy. The only kids who like him... Are the, the ones who are his followers they follow him blindly because they're scared of him and they they think if they follow him They'll survive and that's not the case. They're expendable just like everybody else to him He would promote sexual behaviors between the students and essentially became the school cult leader And the reason he pr- he promoted sexual behaviors between the students is he wanted to build his own world and his own image so he was trying to repopulate the the so-called new world he was claiming to bring p- peace for all the followers and you know through all the things he's done he even survived after everything he survives with a little bit of followers that he had he just put his arms out to the side and all he said was are you ready Now, for him saying that, I think he still has that mindset that he's trying to change the new world. Even though the zombies were contained, he wasn't satisfied with uh, the way people were. He, He looked at people as weak, even though he was a coward and a manipulator. Now, it wouldn't be so bad if he died and the zombie got him. So, if that's not the worst teacher of all, because he really didn't teach anything. He was just using the students as his puppets in his own free will. So there you have it, guys. That's my own personal list. I'd like to hear some feedback from you. I know I missed some, but tell me who you think's the best. Who do you think's the worst? I'd be love to hear from you. Thank you very much, and have a good day. Wait, let me leave you with this. Words of the day, okay? Don't try to be someone that you're not. Be yourself and you'll have more success in the long run. There's a lot of social media images, TV images that the world wants us to be. That's not it. Be yourself. You'll feel better about about it. All right, guys. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye!